This is episode five of Best People with our friend and son, Charles Crooks. Hi there. Hi. How's it going, Chuck? Thanks for being on my podcast. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's fun. Um, Today, we're going to talk about Chuck's favorite thing. And that's gravy. 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 Julia Child once said that people who love to eat are always the best people. I couldn't agree more. I'm Haley Forney, and you're listening to Best People, the podcast. Welcome back to Best People. I'm your host, Haley Forney. Psychologists say that once a person has been in your life for seven years, they will always be a part of your life. I've known Charles Chuck Crooks for almost 10 years, and I think it's safe to say that our lives are pretty intertwined. We did our AmeriCorps service together. He's also been my friend, my roommate, a business collaborator, a shoulder to cry on, and he appointed himself as my life coach. My husband and I joke that Charles is our son, even though A, he is not, B, he is older than us, and C, he is no longer my roommate. We've been on many adventures together, both food and non-food related. Charles's life has taken him the scenic route to his current path. He's working as an intuitive energy coach, meditation guide, and healer. A tarot card reader, and a more traditional educator of things like literacy, English as a second language, Japanese, but he also teaches ballroom dance. He is definitely one of the most interesting and most eclectic people I know. He is also one of the best people because he loves to eat. And though Chuck and I could talk about any delightful food topic for hours, today he wanted to discuss his passion for gravy. And I felt this was a good idea because we're coming into the holiday season, or well, we're actually already in the holiday season, uh, and we're all going to be eating lots and lots of gravies. So what, what is your earliest memory of gravy, Chuck? My earliest memory of gravy uh, would be my dad making it, having gravy with mashed potatoes, all sorts of gravies. I mean, from your roast beast to chicken. Although we never did breakfast gravies. That wasn't really? a thing for that us. No. no, no, I discovered that later in life. No biscuits and gravy? No, I had to yeah, venture out on my own for that. So would you say that your dad would make gravy on the reg? Or would it be like, it's Christmas and we're going to make a gravy or it's Thanksgiving? No, I'd say comparatively it was pretty regular um, at that point. Yeah, like yeah. how many times a week growing up did your family eat gravy oh, in the I, rotation? I wouldn't say like maybe once a week, every other week, sort of thing. Okay, not, so twice not frequently. A month. For a minute, I thought <laughs> sometimes you were more, like, maybe my winter. Dad would make gravy every three days. Well, I mean, I would appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Steve. <laughs> Get to work, Stephen, on the gravy. I like my gravy, yes. That's fair. So while I was doing my research for this episode, I discovered that there are many genres of gravy. Yes, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. What did you learn? Well, I learned that there's obviously white gravies, Mm -hmm. which we kind of talked about that in the history of um, gravy, which is just milk in addition to your your meat drippings. Okay. Okay. Um, Which, like, if you've ever made... Have you ever made your own biscuits and gravy? Like Ooh, the sausage a long time gravy. ago, yes. It didn't turn out well. So my mom always would make 
sausage gravy with biscuits and gravy. Yeah. And you add you do you make your sausage first and then you use the grease mm. and the fat and the drippings right. left over from the sausage. Yes. And then you add the milk and flour into that and you stir it. I was gonna say, so what what constitutes a gravy? What makes it a gravy versus a sauce then? Well that's Am I jumping ahead? <laughs> that's kind of a big debate, actually, in the yeah. culinary world. Because people would say an au jus is a gravy. Okay. So that's just the meat drippings. That's just the liquid that's coming off of whatever roast or meat you're cooking. So your natural meat juices. Your natural meat juices are coming off of a roast, let's yes. say. And yes. you have a roasting pan underneath and it's capturing all the juices. You would pour that onto whatever and that would be your gravy or your like dipping sauce and that okay. is what some people would say that's a gravy so even our standard au jus has evolved from that a little bit yeah then yeah you a would tiny say. bit because okay. you would add like broth to that now gotcha. right but if you were a true purist just a, a traditional au jus would be gravy interesting anything in addition if you were like to add wine or more broth or whatever mm -hmm. or herbs or spices then that would technically be considered by some a sauce interesting so like flour for thickening or cornstarch mm -hmm. for thickening oh no 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 that's like a convenience thing people would say interesting yeah so just straight up meat juice that's gravy just gravy how do you okay. feel about that because that kind of i mean you're a gravy lover i am a gravy would you lover say you're a purist or would you say you're open to all of it no i'm not going to discriminate no i'm not going to hold back other gravies from my love so you give your love to everyone every gravy gets every my gravy love gets your love Equally. brown gravy white gravy absolutely chicken gravy beef gravy turkey yes. gravy yeah all of them what about like that vegan gravies mm. is that really a gravy though <laughs> because it's debate. not a meat juice it's not a meat juice this is the debate so it could be a mushroom sauce it could be well it would be a sauce right yeah but people might call that gravy okay so okay. i mean I suppose. as the passionate gravy person what do you think well i guess in that case i will not discriminate against our vegan or vegetarian friends that's nice. and accept their gravies as well yes you're gonna accept everyone's gravy everyone's gravy <laughs> that's pretty funny that's great so do you prefer like gravy with something or are you just gonna chug it just I mean, I, I happily gravy. can chug some gravy. I know. Like, I, I'd love to go to just Hagen and pick up their gravy tubs and start lapping that up. But... Do you ever go to Dairy Queen and get the chicken finger basket that comes with that white gravy? Absolutely, I do. So yes. do you eat the gravy? Because I never eat the gravy. Oh, I always eat the gravy. What I get that and additional it? sauces. Do you put it like on the chicken strips or do you put it on the the toast because they give you that toast they do too. i i feel their gravy is really meant for the chicken however i do expand it to the toast once in a while and if i'm, if I'm feeling extra wild we'll we'll get some fries in there so it's what? like potatoes and gravy i know whoa i know this is completely mind-blowing for me because i've just been disregarding this gravy this whole time i'm very ashamed of you Haley. 
I know. It's a white gravy, too. Uh, how, what, do you not like white gravies? No, I do if my mom makes them. Oh, only from your mom? Yeah, I kind of am kind of, I kind of am really picky about my white gravies. My mom has to make the white gravy. Interesting. I know. It's so I need thing. some Mary Booth gravy you is do. what you're saying. She makes really great fried chicken, and then she'll make a gravy, like a, a white gravy for the potatoes. My dad would always make gravy from fried chicken as well, um, but I wouldn't quite say it was a full white gravy. It was still flour, water mixture. Oh, yeah. With the drippings, yeah. Oh, she put milk in hers, okay, so okay. definitely. Yeah. And lots of pepper. Nice. The pepper Peppered gravy. So Which good. I generally like better on my breakfast gravies, I would say. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's interesting. It could be that Mary Booth only has one. She has one card to play. Because that was kind of how she created her sausage gravy, too, for yeah. her biscuits and gravy. And now that I think about it, that's how she created her chicken gravy, too. Interesting. But <laughs> when she makes a meatloaf gravy, did you ever have gravy with your meatloaf? Yes, my kid? brother. No, not with as a kid, but my brother makes um, a meatloaf with a mushroom gravy. So Wait, but it's I know, mushroom. I know. So she, are the mushrooms... Like, how are the mushrooms involved here? That's what I want to know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know this process too well. No? Yeah. I was there one time. And he made, he was like, you know who likes gravy? Chuck does. I don't really think that was the motivation, but I accepted it. He was just trying to feed you it. something. <laughs> like, but it was I very good. I will accept this gravy <laughs> on behalf of Chuck's everywhere. That's right. That's funny. That's pretty good. Yeah, but I think that's really the only time I've had gravy on meatloaf, I would say. Otherwise, meatloaf, we're always ketchup on the side. Oh. Yeah, there was no sort of sauce on top. Oh, we sauced on the top. Yeah. And then the drippings would become the gravy, too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You got it. My mom needs to, like, cook some meals for Chuck. Apparently. Mary Booth, (laughs) I know you listen to this. You're going to have to host the Chuck sometime. Come back out, Mary Booth. (laughs) Make me some meatloaf, Mama. I'm That's okay funny. with that. Her meatloaf is really good. Yeah, I. I, I might be it. biased though because it's what I grew up with. That's fair. It is fair. That's very so, fair. So, who has your favorite? How do you feel about like packaged gravies? Like you know the the dry mixes that you can mm. pick up from the supermarket. I'm resistant to them, but mm-hmm. in a pinch, if I need easy gravy, it'll happen. Because I don't cook a whole lot of meats myself. Yeah, you really don't. No. no. So if you I... Normally, you're more of like, I'll go out for that. That's very true. Or Unless go over to parents' house. Unless you're going to make like, your yeah. fish tacos. I haven't made fish tacos in forever either. What? You used to make those all the time. I know. Those were very easy. Yeah. But there's no gravy for fish tacos that we know of. That's Well, maybe well. someone has invented <laughs> it and... That if, would be, what about, it's like a fish sauce at that point, I think, not a, not a gravy. I don't think, yeah, fish yields too many drippings to give us said gravy. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't. I can still dream of it, though. Fish gravy. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Maybe like fish and chips dipping. Mm. I think we're on to something. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've officially grossed me out, Charles. Ew. So, okay, getting back to supermarket convenience gravies. Now, do you know, so when I was doing the research for this, they were talking about how essentially flour was added to thicken gravy. Okay. Because it, it 
kind of became the fast food of the 1870s. Interesting. In the United States. It was like, oh, you have a cook stove in your house? Great. Well, then you too can make gravy. And a lot of people ate a lot of gravy. It was like common for breakfast. And it was common for like suppers and dinners and things like that. But not for lunch. Gravy wasn't a lunchtime food. I could see that. Do you eat gravy at lunch? Oh, I eat it anytime. Anytime it's available? Anytime it's available. Absolutely. Mashed potatoes? With gravy. That's Is that your go-to? I would say that's probably my main main gravy use would be mashed potatoes, yes. Yeah? Yeah. And how do you feel about great like fast food gravies? We already talked about the Dairy Queen I gravy. Don't, I don't know if I've had any other fast food gravy before that I can think of. What about, like, doesn't KFC have... Gravy? Oh, I guess they do. Yeah. Have you ever had theirs? I have. I don't. Not a huge fan. Sorry, not, KFC. But sorry, KFC. I'd still, still lap it up like at a handful because <laughs> it's gravy. <laughs> I just have this image of you going to, <laughs> like, maybe you were lost in the woods or something, and you're hungry, and your beard is like down to your belly, and you run into a KFC, and you're like, give me gravy. I feel like Pooh Bear, like sticking his hands in the honey yeah, pots. and they're and they, cause but with some gravy. KFCs, they still have that like buffet. Oh, do they? I've yeah. never been to such with that. Yeah. And you can go in and, like, serve yourself up. Yeah. This could be very dangerous. Gravy cups to go. (laughs) You're just lapping up the gravy. I don't see anything wrong with that, honestly. Really? (laughs) My arteries might, but... Yeah, your body may not like it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think we know until we try. Well, good luck with that one. Dream it, be it, my friend. I just think that... (laughs) That's the life coach in you. Dream it, be it, my friend. Dream it, be it. Even for gravy. Even for gravy, it's fair. Who has, in town, we're in Bellingham, Washington. Oh, boy. Who has your favorite gravy right now, Chuck? When was the last time you were like, this is some good gravy that I'm getting while I'm out at a restaurant? You know, it's been a while since I've had some good gravy out. Um, usually, if I see a good bangers and mash. Mm, then you'll know. Then I'll, then I'll try that because I know I'm getting gravy with that. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And... Uh, the, what's it, the Copper Hog used to have They used to have that, uh, I believe, uh, what is it, Chuckanut Downtown, Chuckanut Brewery, is that right? Yeah, but, They had yeah. one, yeah. I don't know if they still do. Hmm. Actually, quite a few of the pubs around town have had such. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like I'm behind on the bangers and mash gravy train, as yeah. they say. <laughs> Well, I'm hardly going out anymore, so I don't know. Well, Chuck, you got to get out there and do some research. Apparently. The people need to know where they can get their gravy. You, yeah, and so you're supposed you know, to be our gravy expert, so. Give me time, honey bunny. <laughs> give me time <laughs> on the gravy. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what else was I going to ask you about? I don't know. What? Oh, I was going to ask you about if Nanny Goat ever made gravy. If she, if you have any connection, any ties mm. of like, I mean, other than your dad. And we know that Stephen can make some mean gravy because I've can. seen it happen yes. at Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't really remember a whole lot of grandparent gravies, to well, be honest. Well, because you guys were in the Midwest, though, too. We were, but even we'd still go back for Thanksgiving once in a while and things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember gravy was always a part of, yes. 
But you don't remember who made it. It was probably your dad. He might have had a hand in that. That's he very was possible. Really, he's really into making gravy. He Shout is, out to yeah. Stephen Crooks. That's uh, right. He's a master gravy maker. He is. He Maybe is. He master meat on. maker in general. Yeah. A master yeah. what? Meat maker. Oh, he's yes. into the meats. He is. It's true. We had a barbecue at your parents' house once, and he was in charge of the burgers, I think. He did a good job. Sounds about right. Yeah. It does sound about right. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about, about your love of gravy, your infatuation with gravy? How can we get large quantities of gravy for consumption? How can you as a human? I mean, we. I mean, if you want to partake. Oh, but am I going to be in on this gravy you could, consumption? <laughs> you could be on the great gravy consumption of 2020. Well, I feel like, you know, now that we have all of these um, essentially like... <laughs> food manufacturing plants where you have like companies like Aramark and Mm. I I don't remember the rest of them but you can buy things that are for food service you can buy like these bags that are five gallon bags (laughs) of different kinds of gravy and it's normally just brown gravy I think I would imagine do you remember like Ryan's buffets in the midwest or I don't like ever remember those. Buffet. No. Old country, yes. Yeah. And they would have that brown gravy that would mm-hmm. go with the mashed potatoes. Just their generic brown gravy that went with everything. Yeah. yeah. That was probably that In the bagged bag. gravy. And those potatoes were definitely not real potatoes. No. They were definitely like the freeze dried potato flakes. Yes. <laughs> potato flakes. <laughs> potato flakes. Yeah. So, how do you feel about those kinds of items? Well, I, I'll still consume them. Doesn't yeah. mean that I enjoy them as much. Okay. But I will still consume them. So, but that's not your favorite. No, not my favorite. And the hierarchy of gravies, is that more of like, I'm desperate? Yeah, yeah, it is more desperation, desperation gravy. gravy. Yeah. And then there's restaurant gravy, or would you say supermarket gravy? Like the packets. That would be a step up, yeah. That would Something be next a little level bit more fresh. Or like the packets. Yeah. You're making it yourself. You're yeah. adding You're adding your own water, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third step would be like restaurant gravy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But homemade gravy by far the top. Is always the best. Is always the top, yeah. It's true. Especially when your dad makes it. Yes. Uh, I would like a pool of gravy, you okay. know, like the you swim in it. Yeah. Like in Patch Adams yes. where the woman wants to swim in a pool of noodles. I would like both. But how warm is this gravy going to be? Like it's not going to be bubbling gravy. No, it can be lukewarm. That's lukewarm. all right. I can eat my way out. <laughs> Ew, this is so disgusting. People are going to like be revolting from this, especially all like the vegetarians that listen to this. Hey, I accept that they're gravy. That's true. You did. Yes. They have to accept your want to be in a <laughs> to pool swim in gravy. <laughs> of gravy. And eat my way out. And yes. eat your way out. That's fair. Yeah. How's Can you float in gravy? I don't. I mean, you have to find out. That's very true. In your pool of gravy, you'll have to do some scientific tests before you eat it all. That's very true. You might get really, really sick if you did that, though. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So you have some fun stuff coming up um, I do. with your I projects do. and all that. Yeah, unfortunately not gravy related. And not that's gravy all right. related, but that's okay. That is okay. Let's see. I believe next Saturday I start one meditation, which yeah. is an outdoor, uh, just very simple meditation program to do collectively to help raise the vibration of the world around us. 
fancy. Yeah, so let's get together and meditate. So where is this going to be at, Chuck? Well, the first two dates that I have in December, uh, the first one coming up next week will be at Boulevard Park, and then the second one is going to be at Whatcom Falls Park on a Monday morning. Okay, and do yes. you know what Monday morning? I do believe it's on my website. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's the last Monday of December. Okay, so yeah. like the 30th. Maybe. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, around there. Okay, Monday at Whatcom Falls Park on December 30th. Indeed. At what time? Let's see. The The one next weekend at Boulevard is going to be at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I believe the one in the morning will be 8.30 a.m. Okay, so it'd yeah. be a good way to start out your day. Yes, indeed. And kind of round out this year. Do you yeah. think you're going to have any more coming into the new year? Because I could see people wanting to partake in that as a new part of a, a new beginning, maybe. Absolutely. My my goal right now is to at least have two a month. Um, okay. And it'll always be outside. And I know that we are in winter in the Pacific Northwest. We are? We are. It's a little <laughs> bit rainy. It drizzles. It drizzles. It's little true. sky drops. But, you know. You gotta be one with the nature. Yes, indeed. And of course, we would cancel for any inclement weather. Okay, if it snows. Absolutely. That might be kind of magical. That could be very magical. As long as it's safe to drive, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. right? Very cool. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast, Chuck. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun to talk about gravy. I never thought I'd talk about gravy so much. And I hope that someday your pool of gravy dreams comes true. Dream it, be it, my friend. Dream it, be it. You've been listening to Best People, the podcast. I'd like to thank Charles for being my guest today. And if you would like to learn more about what our son Chuck is up to, go to charlescrooks.com. That's the name Charles, C-R-O-O-K-S.com. If you would also like to learn more about gravy and the history of gravy, I recommend reading America Eats, Forms of Edible Folk Art by William Weaver. And Eating Habits from the Middle Ages to the Present Day from the National Museum of Scotland. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please rate and review. I'm Haley Forney, and until next time, bon appetit!